0: You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast.
1: Hello, perky pack of pals, pros, and pachyderms. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 94. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your semi-serious but silly, cerebral sirs and sisters. Mm. I'm
2: Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. So here's a here's a crazy headline that I saw, and I'm like, oh, this everybody has to know about this. Yeah,
3: you text messaged <laughs> it to
1: I us. I text messaged <laughs> to everybody. I'm like, uh, guys,
2: <laughs> sharks are tweeting now. Whoa! <laughs> Apparently, so Australia, which is a country and a continent, uh, <laughs> located far away, um, they're attaching transmitters to the sharks that are kind of like near Australian beaches. If the shark gets too close to the beach, the transmitter will send out a tweet to a certain Twitter account. And it is like, hi, I am a shark. <laughs> I'm,
4: I'm
3: coming to eat you.
2: <laughs> Hashtag shark. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's you like know. a
3: warning. It yeah, says what kind of shark on it. Yeah, It's
4: right. like the yeah. opposite of Following a food truck
2: on Twitter, yes, you yes. Go the, the old, other oh direction. God. Yeah,
3: Ooh, it would be awesome if it had an Instagram and you could see a picture of yourself. I like I see you.
2: They've tagged three hundred odd sharks so far, and they're they're still tagging sharks, which will then. Be tweeting away now. If they get the sharks on Instagram, so they can take hipster pictures of their That's food. So good! Oh yeah! yeah.
3: yeah. Right. <laughs> like they choose what filter. My yeah, leg, would the
2: way they wiggle like, their yeah. head. There's a yeah. picture of your leg with a sepia filter <laughs> <Yeah>. over it. <laughs>
3: Shark, shark
1: tweet Shweet Yeah Right they can call Shweets. them Yeah, they, yeah. Can call
2: the, they can call them They can call them Schweets yeah. And yeah Like I just Shweeted <laughs> be, be careful now Yeah <laughs> And then they can call The service Wait that's just move. No, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Moving right along Shwitter
3: Shweeter
2: sweeter,
1: Shwitter <laughs> Shwitter yeah. Shwitter Alright Carefully tread <laughs> Alright Well without further ado Let's jump into Our first general Trivia segment Pop quiz Hot shot been a while. I have in my hand random Trivial Pursuit card. I'm gonna read questions, and you guys have your barnyard buzzers and buzz in with your answer. Here we go. First question: Blue Edge for geography. What country is known as the land of poets for its two Nobel laureates in literature, Gabriela Mistral and Pablo Neruda? <laughs> Basically, where are they from? I guess.
3: Ooh, is it Peru? Incorrect. Oh, oh now close. I know. The Chile, Chile, yeah, yes. oh, okay, yeah.
1: knew yeah. yeah.
4: hey, 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 hey. Who was the other one?
1: Gabriela Mistral. Okay. Or Mistral. Mm. Okay. Pink wedge for pop culture. On what quiz show did Ken Jennings set the record <laughs> for consecutive wins? Everybody! <laughs> Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yes. What is Jeopardy? <laughs> nice. Uh, Ken Jennings, super funny guy. You should follow him on Twitter. All right, yellow wedge. What file-sharing company was sued by both Metallica and Dr. Dre? Oh, Chris. Napster.
2: Napster. 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 Napster.
1: Napster. Purple Wedge. GQ called a poster of whom, quote, the most influential piece of men's art of the last 50 years.
4: Colin. It has to be Farrah Fawcett. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> that iconic Men's art. 70s, mm-hmm. 70s art. poster of her. I was yeah. like,
1: what's it a picture of? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Men's art. art. Her 1976 red bathing suit shot sold 12 million copies. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Green wedge for science. Uh, okay. <laughs> what are some wild gerbils in China fed in order to control their numbers? Uh, <laughs> what? Okay. Birth control pills?
3: Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh okay. Guess. Oh. It's like poison cream. <laughs> yeah. Like,
4: uh,
2: yeah.
4: I can think and of a much more direct way. Right. Yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Onions and garlic? <laughs> yeah.
1: What a weird. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. Last question. Right. Orange wedge. At the 1988 Olympics, what sprinter beat Carl Lewis for the 100-meter gold medal, then was stripped of it for steroid use? Colin.
4: That that was Ben Johnson.
1: Correct. Of Canada. All right. Good job, brains. And, uh, we're gonna start this year with, uh, maybe we're, I can find a relationship between this week's topic and like the new year. Well, we're surrounded
2: know. by them right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. We have no, a, um, we have a lemon tree out here in our backyard and, uh, citrus, um, the citrus fruits really appear in winter. So we got back from, from winter break and the tree, which usually has like a couple lemons on it, was like, Oh my god, lemons. <laughs> so many lemons. Every guest of Lemon Palooza. Every, everybody <laughs> on Good Job Brain today gets free lemons. I'd like <laughs> to announce. You get a lemon. <laughs> yeah. and you, yeah. get, you get a lemon. <laughs> lemons.
3: Maybe new year's resolutions people want to
1: Oh, eat- healthy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh-huh. a good connection. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, there's some connections. Yeah. yeah. So this week we decided to talk about fruits. fruits.
2: Fruits. 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 So it busts into Warren's cherry pie at this point. She's my cherry pie! pie. But it's time, but it's time, it's time <laughs> it's to that make a surprise! surprise.
4: I was actually I started putting together a music quiz. that was all around fruit. Oh yeah, cherry pie. Uh-huh. I got like it was one of those. I got like two or three songs in. Like, Strawberry, fields is, Strawberry Fields yeah. Forever. Yeah, but I mean like oh, that's... There's, there's there's lemon tree. Lemon tree. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, the Harry Belafonte. Yeah. yeah. Apple.
2: Yeah. I didn't do it. I was lazy.
1: we're giving you all this good material. Why right, right, you right. right
3: it
2: time? Wow. So again, piles of lemons all around us. Did you know that the lemon is actually a uh, hybrid? Yeah, i Yeah, just the lemon is a hybrid. Of It is a hybrid of a citron, uh-huh. uh,
4: yeah.
2: and a sour orange. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
4: I just learned that, like, the citron is, like, the master fruit in the citrus oh, family. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. I always assume, yeah, like, the- lemon, you picture citron. it like, the top. Citron. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, the, the
2: great-grandfather, <laughs> yeah. the patriarch can you, of, the, of the family. Can you
1: buy citrons at, like, the grocery store? I think you store? can
2: still get citrons. What do, do they look Special like? Specialty grocery they store. They look like little hard, bumpy lemons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, just to get the old brain... Juices. Fruit juices. Flowing. Mine, grapes. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, after our long absence, here is a quiz about hybrid fruits. All right. I all will right. tell you the name of a hybrid fruit and you will tell me the two fruits. There is a trick question in there too. Just i giving you the heads up. Mm. All, right, all right. So be on the lookout for the trick question. Okay. Lime quat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real thing. <laughs> Karen. Uh, Lime and kumquat. I'll give it to you. It's actually a key lime and a kumquat, uh, apparently, is, oh, yeah. but you know, which is slightly different. But yeah, uh, uh, limequat is a key lime and a kumquat. Nectoplum.
1: <laughs> uh Colin.
2: Uh, nectarine and a plum. It is. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: plum. Uh, all, right. all right.
3: Like ectoplasm.
2: <laughs> We're increasing slightly in difficulty. Uh, Pluot. Dana.
3: A plum and an apricot.
2: Yes, plum and an apricot. Okay, those are delicious. <clears throat> Pluot. 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 Oh, you Pluot. don't
3: pronounce it. How do you pronounce I- it? Plot? Plot?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that Plot? Oh, Pouat. I don't know. It's it was ot Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Right, right. Picotum. Whoa! Picotum. Pecottum. Pecottum. I hardly even know them. Oh. Oh, Colin? With uh, a
4: peach and a tomato?
2: I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. off peacottum. the rails. Pecottum. Picotum. <laughs> it's actually three fruits. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh. Okay. Karen. Pear. No. Oh. Peach. Peach.
1: Peach. Apricot. Apricot.
2: Tom. Oh, plum, plum, plum. peach, apricot and a plum before me. Oh. Picotum.
4: That
1: sounds good. I
2: feel
4: it's like so after longer.
1: a while they all kind of taste the same, like pluot get or some picotum. More. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: you know,
2: because they can. Because they can. Because, because, they can. because yeah. you can invent Science. new fruits. Yep. Yeah. Uh, tangelo. Oh, Dana.
3: A tangerine and a oh, I was about to say and a tangelo. Is it an, and an orange? No. No. Tangerine. <laughs> and a tangerine.
4: Is a tangerine and a pomelo?
2: Yes. A pomelo. A tangerine and a pomelo. Pomelos are related to grapefruits, but there's like different kinds of pomelos. I Some say of them are pomelo. really similar. I call them
3: pomelo.
2: I think they're too. pomelo. I think it's actually pronounced pomelo. They're Which delicious. is an older
1: yeah. kind I love of it. fruit.
4: Yeah. You're thinking of the, the basketball player, Pomelo Anthony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that Carmelo Anthony? Okay, I know basketball too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lemonade fruit.
4: What <laughs> I do marketing. Yeah, yeah. it, is. it definitely
2: is. Lemon. What would what do you what would you do to a lemon to <sighs> oh, make it sweeter? Sweet. make it sweeter. Yeah.
4: So something sugary or sweet. Like something
2: that tastes lemony that you would just be able huh. to eat. Lemonheads. Colin.
4: <laughs> lemon and orange. Yep.
2: Oh. Yep. Okay. Or something called lemonade fruit, which huh. is a hybrid of a lemon and huh. orange. Marketing. Yeah. Huh. Uh Tangor.
4: <laughs> uh, wasn't that one of the thunder yeah. Yeah. It is!
2: It's Lion best friend. Tangor.
1: Tanger- okay, so tangerine, tangerine.
2: Yes. and it orange? Yeah, uh, oh. tangerine and orange.
1: Tangerine and a tinkle sore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tayberry. 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 T A Y, and then berry.
3: Tangerine. No, <laughs> and this is one of those weird
1: berry, berry like hmm. raspberry and blackberry, like one of those. It is, things. it is oh, blackberry oh. and
2: raspberry. What? So there's, there's, there's many, like, you can combine a blackberry and a raspberry, and depending on, I think, the way that you do it, or the types of berries you start with, you can get all various results. Yeah. And so there's the Logan berry or the Boysenberry. Mm-hmm. but then there's also the Tayberry, blackberry huh. and raspberry. Okay. Yeah. Grapple. Oh. <laughs> Uh
4: Colin, these are the these are the apple grapes. They're, they're apples, but they're not really hybrids, right? Aren't they like infused with grape solution? Yeah, that yeah. is correct. Oh, that's yeah, a, trick a lot question. of
2: people that is a trick question. The a lot of people think that the grapple is a hybrid apple grape. It is not. It is an apple that has been infused with or injected with or soaked in. I
4: think they're soaked in
2: grape Flavor. flavoring, grape mm-hmm. juice. I think it's I think it's grape juice. But yeah, hmm. so not a hybrid. Finally. The Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh. Is a, no. is a hybrid. Wine. Grape. Oh. Yeah. Um, Cabernet Sauvignon grape is a hybrid of huh. what? Two grapes. Grapes.
3: Wow. Cabernet and Sauvignon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> a purple grape? Champagne grape?
2: Nope. No, Dana is close, but those are the names of the. The Cabernet Sauvignon grape is a hybrid of the Cabernet Franc and the Sauvignon Blanc.
3: Ah. The uh, oh, Franc and the Blanc. The cop
1: show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Frank and Blanc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Wine, yeah. wine so,
1: Valley Franc. cop show.
2: So that is a good so thing to know. Blanc. That is a good. That's one. fruit trivia and wine trivia.
1: It's Cabernet. Franc.
2: Cabernet Franc. Mm. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Franc- and both and Blanc. of those, you can mm. have both of those as both. their own wines, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. All
1: right, I want to take you guys on a journey. All right. Imagine yourself in. Japan in Tokyo, mm-hmm. uh, Chris. I don't know if you've ever been to this place, Namco. Namco, the the entertainment mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. you know, makers of Pac-Man. Makers of Pac-Man, big entertainment company. In addition to video games, they also do a lot of like arcades, carnivals, and 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 in that business in Japan. So they have mm. something called the Namco Namja Town, which is an indoor theme park. Mm. Oh. A Namco indoor theme park. Mm. It's not like. Mall of America or anything. There's no crazy roller coasters. There's some little bit rides, but it's more carnival-y and there's like all these different places to eat. There is a special cafe there. And this is probably the only place in the world where you would pay uh, a, a pretty penny for Really bad-tasting food. Oh. It's beautiful. Like They have like all these desserts, and they're delicate, and there's curry, but the curry is bland, and the cakes are bitter, and they're sour. And it's like, why would anybody pay extra money to eat weird-tasting food? Mm -hmm. Here's the trick.
2: I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: So before you start your meal, you get a little cup, and in the cup, there are two berries. And what you're supposed to do is you eat the berries... Chomp, 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 chomp. And then you start eating your gross food. All oh. of a sudden, all of these uh, weird bland desserts and bitter curries or whatever taste so good. It's mm. magical. This place is called the Miracle Fruits Cafe. <laughs> and the berries you get are called Miracle Fruits. You guys have heard of Miracle yeah, Fruits. Yeah, yeah. So Colin and I, uh, we used to work together. And for our, I think it was like a white elephant Christmas party. Yep. I ended up with a pack of miracle berry tablets. They're freeze dried berries uh, yeah. crushed together into little pills. If you eat the pills, pulverize it yeah, with your yeah. teeth and you coat your tongue, anything that is sour will taste sweet. Anything mm-hmm. that is bitter Will also taste differently. Will taste good. Hmm. So I didn't believe it. I looked at this. It was like weird tablets. I was like, Why did I get this for Christmas? <laughs> like, <"There laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, Colin, all right, let's try this. <laughs> so we're at the the office kitchen, and we got we sliced ourselves lemon, actual real lemon. Oh. And we ate the we ate the pills, and we ate the lemon, and it was. It, it was, was like candy. It
4: was like it eating. It was
1: amazing. Yeah, you uh-huh. could you could literally bite into the lemon like an apple. Yeah, and it's it, what did it, it taste like? Like lemonade, like delicious, uh-huh. sweet yeah. lemonade. It hmm. was it was hmm. it, it blew my mind. It
4: really was. It, it was one of those was... things where your mouth is is at odds with your brain. <laughs>
3: How much could you eat before it wore off?
1: Uh, it wears off probably like twenty 30, minutes, right? Thirty to thirty to sixty minutes. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. depends on your huh. personal chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, we were eating so many lemons uh, that <laughs> yeah. our mouths were like
2: puckered. You know I mean? and, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was all kind yeah. of burning. Right, because yeah. yeah. it's still it's still <laughs> acidic. <and> it's still <laughs> acidic, <laughs> and it's still all the things <laughs> that make it taste bad are still yeah. going on. it's yes. yes. uh, not uh, tasting. You're them. just tricked. That's what they say. Miracle fruit can be a little dangerous because like you'll you'll put tons of like food and to your body that you ordinarily wouldn't because it all tastes so good, and then you're like, I have a bad stomach. <laughs>
1: yeah, or like I can't feel my lips. Yeah or, yeah, or that. Yeah. So the miracle fruit, you know, when the fleshy part of the berry of a miracle fruit is eaten, the molecule binds to the tongue's taste buds, causing sour foods to taste sweet. So, the active substance that does this weird transformation is called Miraculin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Miraculin rewires the sweet receptors to temporarily identify acids as sugars. And, whoa. Yeah. So, it has been suggested. uh, The theory is the protein, the Miraculin, it's a protein, morphs the shape of your taste buds. So as a result, their sweet receptors are activated by acids, and it thinks acids are are oh, sugar.
2: That's so mm. – in- oh, okay. I totally had it wrong. Yeah. I thought it, like, blocked the, the other taste buds.
4: No, so, I mean, it also had it, the effect of, like, we would try things that were already a little sweet and yeah. acidic. Like, orange juice, for yeah. instance, was super sweet. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was too – it was too, too much. sweet because we had – I think because we had all the original sugar, and then this added – as you say, the acid, acid tasted like sugar. Right,
2: right, right. Hmm.
1: And because uh, miraculin is a protein, you can't heat it up, or you shouldn't eat hot foods because it, it denatures the protein, so oh. it wouldn't mm-hmm. work.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And you can get these things on Amazon.
1: Yes, you yeah. can, and they're they're a little pricey. Yeah, they, I mean, it's
4: a fun party trick.
2: It's it a fun is. novelty thing. Yeah, right, it's, it's a yeah. fun thing
1: to try. And yeah. because um every year the plant itself doesn't yield that many berries, that's why it's a little bit more expensive. Ah. In addition to having a fun party trick, I mean, this (laughs) This is very useful for diabetics Uh, uh, Mm -hmm. or people suffering. uh, They actually do use Miracle Fruit for a lot of cancer patients through treatments. Sometimes food will taste weirdly metallic or like minerally. And so having Miracle Fruit makes food go down a lot better. It tastes Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. However, here's the interesting thing. Currently in the United States, the FDA uh, has a ruling that Miracle Fruit can be grown legally, but it cannot be used in food. So there are no companies that are releasing, you know, candy bars that has miracle Ah. fruit.
4: Okay. That might explain why, like when I see it online, it's always packages from Japan or Taiwan, mm-hmm. or it's or, just the miracle yeah, just the,
2: yeah, the pill yeah. or the ah. chewable tablet. So they can't they can't just they can't just put it in food. I mean, have have there been long term studies of what happens if you eat it every day? Like maybe it's not good for you.
1: Well, apparently the fruit itself is harmless. I oh, mean, yeah? people have been eating the plant. The miracle fruit plant is grown in West Africa, and a lot of the tribes, you know, for, mm-hmm. for centuries have been eating this fruit. Um, mm-hmm. There was drama that happened in the states with businessmen trying to make miracle fruit a thing um and the fda uh, i'm not gonna go into that because it's a little bit conspiracy theory we don't know what happened uh-huh. um you know people are like all oh, the sugar giants of america uh-huh. or, you know. uh, but the thing is miracle fruit it works it's available that you can buy from amazon yeah you can try it and it will change your life for like five minutes, like <laughs> it's it's just, it's so trippy.
4: It is. It is incredible.
1: I do. Re- I feel like I
4: remember there was one or two people at at our work though. It didn't work on them. Yeah. Right? Oh. Like did like they I don't know if tongues? there's some. Ge-
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's some genetic component. Yeah. Or... Two people were like, "Oh, I don't taste it." Yeah,
4: and we felt like so bad lion. for them. Oh no.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah,
3: we were it's it's wonderful. You
2: guys. It's like. Everybody else is just <laughs> like running around the office. Oh, eating
3: lemons. So yeah, yeah. Like, like, wah,
2: wah.
1: <laughs> we were so loud. Like when we first <laughs> ate the lemon, we're like, huh? I was. I
3: was like, oh, my God. I get like more this.
4: sour and bitter things. Yeah. Right, right, right.
3: What else can we eat? <laughs> yep. You have all those lemons. Maybe we that's what's going to happen.
2: have a lot of happen, lemons. Too. We can eat a ton of lemons. <laughs> no, I want to do it. And I want to go stomach. get some, some miracle fruit, but I want to, like, prepare first. And, like, I'm sure there's, like, lists online of the oh, things yeah, that you with it. Guinness, Guinness That's what I yeah. hear. Tastes yeah. like uh, milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there. Pound of Guinness. Eat a lemon. Guinness, eat a
3: lemon. That's
4: Like trouble, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Kohler, all the enamels on your teeth, but your scurvy has been cured. It sounds
3: like. Gastrointestinal distress type.
4: Yeah, we were drinking beer, lemon, the <laughs> orange. <laughs> I remember Todd Bayashi's like, dude, can we could like, we could like chug some vinegar, right? We're like, I don't <laughs> think it works so that way. I don't,
2: I, don't I don't think we should. It's <laughs> like, I guess you could. Yeah. You just stare at a bottle of vinegar and think, gee, I wish I could just drink the whole thing. Apple
3: cider vinegar is so good for you. You're yeah. supposed to try to drink some oh, every yeah. day, but oh, really? it's very difficult. Huh, yeah. Maybe
4: Miracle and it kills funguses and stuff too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to
2: use it. Yeah, it mm-hmm. oh, really is a yeah, yeah, and birth control. <laughs> well, I have try, a couple tried that on some wild gerbils and <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, <we had> lemons <laughs> and Guinness, so they're farting and
2: sterile. That'll uh, control your your pet yeah, population. Yeah. The farting
4: sterile gerbils <laughs> of China. Well, you guys know I love uh, word origins and word histories, so I have cherry-picked some fun fr- oh. uh, fruit name origins <laughs> oh, I for you. See what you did there, Conan. Uh, see what you did. I feel like I'm obligated good. to if I'm going to make that bad pun. I yeah, have to start yeah, with cherries. Yeah. So let, let's let's quickly talk. Oh, you are actually going to talk we'll about talk cherries. About cherries. Oh, yes. oh, okay. Yeah, this oh, is a fun one oh, to me. Okay. I love this. Uh, mm-hmm. So our you know our word for cherries it's uh, ultimately from Latin. In French, uh, the word for cherries is cerise. Yeah, and in Spanish it's Ceresa. Uh, these all come from Latin Ceresia, mm-hmm. uh, which they think may have come from uh, Greek. Heracian, okay. all for the same fruit. All talking yeah. about the same, largely unchanged over the years, you know, the little cherry pit. You know, we know mm-hmm. what they look like. Everyone loves them. Every culture mm-hmm. loves cherries. Pac-Man does, too. Yes, Pac-Man yeah. does, yeah, yeah, in yeah. fact. This is an example of one of the, to me, a really interesting linguistic shift. So, as I mentioned, it came from Latin. The old French word for cherries was cherise mm-hmm. okay c h e r i s e very close mm. to soies current and as the word was moving into english so we're talking about old french middle english this was one of kind of a handful of words that was mistranslated as a plural so as it was moving into english oh. they were thinking oh cherise is plural cherise. because we add s onto plurals in huh. english so if it's Cherise is the plural, one must be a cherry or a cherry. Huh. So in French, it wasn't a singular cherie, plural cheries. It uh. was a singular Cherise, and then plural Cherises, Although you wouldn't pronounce <laughs> right. way, you wouldn't <laughs> pronounce say the it last one right. And this is sort of the same thing that happened with peas as well. Oh. Um, like you know, you talk about like peas porridge. Uh-huh. It's P E A S E. Right. And as it moved into modernizing English, they think, oh, if the collective is peas, uh-huh. then a. Singular singular one must be a P A-P. Huh. and that, na- that was not That's how not the true. original word was yeah mm. even today singular plural different in English versus French and all the other languages further it is not related to mon all right. I have also cherry picked a story here for you guys about pineapple. You already
3: used that pun. I've, you don't have a I've, new pun. I've, I've pineapple picked. I've pineapple yeah. picked.
4: Uh, <laughs> yep. I was a little thin on the you research p- department. Pine
3: <laughs> some selection. of what like pry pineapple. So what? what you say? I said pineapple, but I, I said. Pineapple. I, it started sounding like pineapples.
4: Pineapples. Yeah, like pineapples. Pineapples. Oh, pineapple. See your doctor immediately in case of Pineapples is interesting to me it's also about word change but this isn't about the word shape itself changing it's about the meaning of the word changing and co-opting so the word pineapple is is pretty old in English, in fact. Uh, there are mm. references to it as far back as the late 1300s. <laughs> so it's an oh. old, old, old word. Mm. And however, yes. it originally meant something different yeah. than what it means now. I kind of wonder.
3: I was like, where'd they get pineapples from? So yeah.
4: what they would call a pineapple in 1400 England <laughs> uh-huh. is what we today would call... A pine tone.
3: <laughs> oh! That totally makes sense. And
4: you look at it, you're
3: like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, a Totally
4: makes sense. Yeah. Like the pattern... Yeah. On the outside. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's enough like a fruit that it was like, oh, the pine cone is the apple of the pine tree. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, They cones. used to call
1: apples as the name for a fruit. Right. anything. Right? Sure. Like in French, like a potato is apple of the earth. Right.
4: Just yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. There's also they, road apples, which are entirely different, different things. A different thing. <laughs> what are road apples? Uh, you've seen those if you live in a region where there are a lot of horses? Horse poop. <laughs> oh,
0: okay.
2: okay. <laughs> Don't eat the road apples, kids. Oh
4: so in in England they were in the old and in Europe they would call uh, pine cones pineapples uh, and so now again keep in mind this shouldn't surprise you pineapple is not an old world fruit it is a tropical new world yeah, fruit yeah there are no pine yeah. trees yeah. so they boy. had not seen uh, pineapples until European explorers uh, came to the Americas and saw them growing there and of course they made the same connection right off the bat hey these look like things we already have called pineapples so we'll call these pineapples and eventually they realized well we need another word to replace the old one we
3: were kind pine- of Lazy with word creation, <laughs> no. like uh, Indians and Indians, like
4: yeah. Yeah. The Tupi word, Tupi uh, language groups, were uh, spoken by some of the indigenous peoples of South America's. The Tupi word for pineapple is nanas, mm-hmm. and that's very close to the current French word for ananas, yes. ananas for yeah. pineapple. So they kind of took the French uh, mm-hmm. slight twist on the original Tupi word for it, and we get our word pineapple from substituting the English. Old word for pine cone. So pineapples used to be pine cones or so just, depending on how you want
2: to look at it. This, this kept like, coming up over Christmas weird. vacation of um, uh, my relatives uh, not knowing that pineapples don't grow on pineapple trees.
1: They grow from a bush, They grow from right? a bush,
2: yeah. yeah. People were saying, oh, do the pineapples, you know, do they like fall out of the trees and hit oh, you on Maybe the they're head. thinking they of coconuts. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, think yeah. They're, I think they're doing the classic pineapple coconut The pina colada right. tree. Pina colada. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It you like a pina coladas <laughs> and getting hit on the head.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting you were saying, oh, apples were just another word for fruit. Because in some other cultures, bananas were like the fruit. Like when you the ideal fruit or the or the oh. according to the Chiquita Banana website <laughs> uh bananas were in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Hmm. But Whoa. I have I Googled, I couldn't find yeah. it. Uh. But I was like, Chiquita Banana is a big company. Right. Why would they make it? I'm up? Would, leaving it yeah. with them. I'm saying that they said they were in Egyptian hieroglyphs. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they weren't. Maybe but they're but confusing cool. like a boomerang or some other shape. That yeah. kind of looks like a banana. Like, oh. I mean, I would need to see the picture. Like, if it's like peeled and you can see the, but yeah. anyway. So I have kind of a quiz for you guys about bananas. They're, um, in 2003, they were the most valuable fruit crop in the world. Oh. Like, they're the hugest import. People eat them all over the world. They're very, really cheap to grow. They're kind of cheap to grow, but they grow in very specific bands around the world. They also have a lot of nutrients. They have six different types of nutrients that you can't get from like any other fruit so they're very unique they're very they're like nature's fuzzy. candy bar <laughs> nature's <laughs> power bar more nature's like Powerful. like a nutritional supplement. Mm. yes here are a few questions for you guys
1: you should have named this quiz um I'm going bananas I did oh. but I forgot to say it
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on the same page dang it <laughs> you're right I should name it that I was like that was my idea yeah. <laughs> all right Let's we'll start with, with the basics. How are bananas botanically classified? And, and out of tree, shrub, vine, herbs, what are bananas? Mm. Oh.
4: Like a tree? I will say tree. I'll guess tree.
1: What
3: do other people I think? I think it's like a palm, which is a mm. tree. Okay.
2: Uh, shrub.
3: They are herbs. Huh? No. Bananas are herbs. They're the largest plants without, witty stems without woody stems. Without woody stems. Woody stem is like a tree or a shrub or whatever. Oh, okay. But with, they don't have witty stems woody stems in the huh. world. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. They're also simple, fleshy fruits. Into which subcategory do bananas best fit? Are they palms, berries, hesperdarium, <laughs> or droops?
0: <laughs>
2: oh. But what was the first one? Palms? Uh palm. Yeah. I'll go with palm. They are berries. Bananas are berries. Bananas are herb berries. <laughs> are herb uh, berries. Ridiculous. Isn't oh,
0: that
3: crazy? That's, right.
0: Bananas. Bananas. Bonkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: What do agriculturalists call 10 or more bananas growing together? <laughs> so not a cluster, like a huge Much. grouping, <laughs> not a bunch. Isn't that a song? A foot. Bunch. <laughs> yes. so like the, song yeah. yeah. A long that goal. is, oh. that is a thing. But what do, What's the technical term? What is it, term? A
2: technical term for, what yeah. is it? Eight to ten bananas growing together? Mm-hmm. A hand.
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh.
2: Cause it grows, they grow upwards. Yeah. Oh, did I stop uh. on a question?
3: No, you do not. Oh, okay. But that is not why.
2: Oh, but that's not why. But they grow no. upwards in their f- fingers, like I a hand, like this. I'm putting my hand up. <laughs> in a, sort of a rude gesture.
3: Well, in Arabic, uh, the name for a single banana is known as a finger. Ah. But the Arabic word for it is a banana. Ah. And so they think that, that that's where the word banana came from. Although hmm. I saw... On Wikipedia, it said it was from a East African word, but I saw on the Chiquita banana and other banana websites (laughs) it was from Arabic. So, what does Banana Enthusiast Magazine have to say? I I couldn't. I
1: I love. Who doesn't love bananas? Banana
2: aficionado. It just just fits so well. Banana aficionado. (laughs) Yep. Each issue has a celebrity (laughs) with a banana
3: coming out. The
2: magazine with a peel. I'm done. Get okay.
3: out. Oh, I liked it. Uh, Thumbs up. So speaking of Deo, which is also known as the banana boat song. Yes. What was hiding in a beautiful bunch of ripe bananas?
1: It's the
2: the deadly black tarantula. Oh,
3: yes,
1: black tarantula. tarantula. Yes. Right. yes. <laughs> yes.
2: That's a real danger for banana pickers, I imagine. Actually,
1: spiders do live in bananas. Yeah. Yeah, there was yep. a story recently. You can open
2: up a banana and just a million spiders will pour out. All those eggs. There's a one those in a hundred chance that happens. Wait, are you here.
1: kidding? Because no. I'm being serious. Oh, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm probably sorry.
2: exaggerating the chances. No.
1: There was a recent headline that someone brought bananas back and uh, opened it and there was a deadly spider like oh. eggs in it. Oh, sweet. Jeez. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, Burn
3: all those down.
2: I know. If it's never happened to you, that means that you're due. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no, no, no. In terms of political science, what's a banana republic?
4: Oh. Oh. Colin? A banana republic is like they would use the example of like South American countries where another power basically comes in and props up the government there, right? Isn't that?
3: That is half of it. Okay. There's this other half where. Oh, it's- is.
4: It has something to do with they have to have like there's a there's a reason for them to be valuable right they've got like a valuable crop or something that that, that yeah. to be exploited oh. something to be exploited their, their
3: economy is largely dependent on a an export of a single limited resource product got it got it so they only make bananas and mm-hmm. they're being exploited as for bananas. Mm-hmm. Bananas were officially introduced to the American public in the 1876 Centennial Exposition. Hmm. This exposition also introduced two major communications devices and one classic American condiment. What were <laughs> what were they, the two uh, communications <laughs> devices and the condiment? Well, I know the
4: communications device. That was the year that Graham Bell did uh, yes. demonstrated the telephone. The telephone? Okay. Yeah.
2: Condiment.
3: Mustard. No. Nope. Hellman's is mayonnaise.
2: No. Nope. Ketchup? Ketchup. Heinz ketchup? Huh? ketchup. So ketchup? The telephone. And the bananas. bananas. And the bananas. bananas.
3: But one more communication, more communication oh, two device. Communications. Two communication the Blackberry. devices. Blackberry.
2: Oh, close. <laughs> it's, close? I mean, not, not, it's not so te- far. It's, a telegra- it's not a telegraph.
3: It's the Remington are... typewriter.
2: Oh, Yeah, yeah, Similar. Texting device. Yeah. yeah. If, if you will. Ketchup. Um, banana. Ketchup. Banana. Banana. Typewriter. Telephone. Yeah. Typewriter. That, wow. What a time to be alive. Matt, so most uh, big
3: things came out. <laughs> Apparently, they were selling the bananas wrapped in colorful tinfoil, and people would just kind of unwrap them. Right, oh, wow. and right, then, um, right. Yeah. Dip them in ketchup. Just the, ketchup. <laughs> then, then, the classic right American, right American right combination. And then text yeah. their friends about it. Yeah. The city of Latrobe, Pennsylvania takes credit for being the home of what banana-based dessert?
2: Oh. Chris? Um, bananas Foster? No.
3: That's New Orleans.
2: Oh.
1: Banana Bread?
2: No. Bananas Flambe? No. The Banana Split.
3: The Banana oh. Split. There we go. All right. Huh. And then a couple years later, an entrepreneur in Boston also came up with a similar recipe, but he didn't peel the bananas in his recipe for a oh. while. And then he realized people liked it better when you take the peels peel off this. when you make a banana. Set. Savvy, savvy businessman. Took yeah. him years. He's like, God, this is not catching on. <laughs> no, why? <laughs> but they need the peel, don't right, they? Right, right. The peel is so important. How oh, will they know it's a banana if yeah, I don't yeah, leave the peel? Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. I Should I wash it. the bananas first? <laughs> <laughs> God. So most bananas come from the tropics. What is the only European country to grow bananas commercially?
4: Oh, yeah. European country. Huh. To grow
2: bananas commercially.
3: And I'll qualify this, that oh, this wow. is physiogeographically European. <laughs> oh. And another hint, this is not an equatorial country at all. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. It is Iceland. Oh. Wow. Yes. They have banana crops grown in biospheres or greenhouses Uh, heated uh, with water from the geothermal springs. Whoa. Snow bananas. I wonder if those bananas taste different because of the
1: The mineral. mineral, Yeah.
3: I don't know. I wonder. If somebody has tried Iceland bananas, tell us. Iceland bananas. Cool. Good job, you guys.
1: All right, you guys, we're going to take a break, an ad break, and I have prepared, in honor of our sponsor, lynda.com, i prepared a quick quiz about teachers and teaching and learning. All right. So here we go. Man, classic question. (laughs) Aristotle, Socrates, and Plato, who came first? Uh, 100%.
4: Uh Socrates... Plato, Aristotle. Yes! In that order.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh,
4: spa. 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 That's our team mnemonic. They all yep.
2: hung yep. out and learned spa. together in the spa. Okay. Not pass. Or asp. 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 Not asp.
4: Don't, don't introduce no. bad mnemonics. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Spa. We're just
0: spa. thinking of other
1: <clears throat> anagrams. Spa. Speaking of Socrates, there's the Socratic method. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is exactly the Socratic method? <laughs> yeah. Chris.
2: It's uh, teaching by asking questions.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's a really nice way you're... of oh, yeah, putting yeah. it. Defined here as uh, discovering new truths by relentlessly asking <laughs> questions until <laughs> yeah. until uh-huh. a satisfactory
3: answer is reached. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like a really annoying
1: <laughs> right. process. The lie. Right. The lie. Yeah, like, the please <laughs> answer my question. Uh, like,
4: yes, also known as the two-year-old <laughs> strategy. Yeah,
1: the lie. All right. <laughs> So the idea or the phrase miracle worker has entered in common uh, parlance Mm -hmm. and the phrase was coined by Mark Twain, Hmm. believe it or not, to describe one particular person, Helen Keller's famous teacher. Who is she? What's her name? Oh, oh God. What's her name?
4: Uh, it's, it's like, uh... Anne. Of course, and Anne... Sullivan?
3: Yes!
4: and
2: Sullivan. Gotta you gotta remember this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a... It keeps
3: coming up. Yeah, yeah uh,
2: but like individually, not as a group. Together. <laughs> together all noises all, yeah. until we figure it out. Damn, yeah, I
4: need
3: another last name. <laughs> yeah. and.
1: Sullivan, teacher of Helen Keller, uh, coined activist. by Mark Twain.
4: That's a great coined. trivia tip. Yeah. Coined, coined by Mark Twain, Twain.
1: describing huh. her, huh. just her. Mm-hmm. Wow. But now you know we say
3: you
2: know yeah, that person's like, a
3: miracle.
1: Those right, berries right, right. are a miracle. Workers.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If somebody, I mean, if somebody makes my mocha correctly, I'm like, you're a miracle <laughs> worker, <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Uh, this person received a degree in drama from the University of Georgia and began his career in cinematography and film production. <laughs> well, I have even... Hold on. <laughs> but I'm so excited. But he's best known for teaching the wonderful world of food science on TV. Chris.
2: Uh, Alton <laughs> Brown. Alton Correct.
1: Brown. <laughs> Alton Brown. Did some cinematography work for a couple of music videos. Like yeah, R.E.M. Yeah. yeah, Also cool. from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Last Christmas question before he became a makeup loving rock star this guy got fired from his post as a sixth grade teacher in harlem mainly because school administrators didn't really appreciate the fact that he was teaching students about spider-man instead of shakespeare
4: uh is this alice cooper
1: close but incorrect
4: Mm.
3: Dana. gene simmons yes Uh, gene simmons mr simmons mr simmons sixth grade He wiggles his tongue at them. That's inappropriate, (laughs) Mr. Simmons.
1: He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to teach my kids about, you know, Spider-Man instead of Shakespeare," Uh, and got fired. That's good because he went on and well, today you'd get um, teacher teacher of the
2: year for that. Yeah,
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) reaching out to the kids. Yeah, Yeah. yo, teach. Let's rap, (laughs) kids. (laughs) Can we rap about English? (laughs) (laughs) You guys know
4: Shakespeare was the original rapper.
0: Oh, Why do gosh. people know about oh. that trope? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I totally Cause know. Cause it
3: happens. Cause it's, it's a hard. real thing. It's yeah. a really, There's really a kernel of truth. You're like, Man. this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah,
4: you're embarrassing both of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, there you go. That's our, uh, teacher teaching quiz inspired by Lynda.com. So visit Lynda.com slash goodjobrain to try Lynda.com free for seven days and learn something new in 2014.
2: You're listening to Good Job Brain, smooth puzzles, smart trivia, Good Job Brain.
1: You're listening to Good Job Brain, and this week we're talking about fruits, fruity stuff.
2: So we talk about hybrid fruits, or I talk about hybrid fruits, and this is just probably more about hybrid fruits. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> so the grapefruit, which is a hybrid of the pumelo and an orange, hmm. you might be aware that the color and thus the taste of grapefruits can actually vary pretty significantly, yeah. right? You can have a white grapefruit, yeah. like with the white flesh inside that's like super sour, but then you can have the ruby, ruby red, the ruby red grapefruit. What a good name! Wonderful yeah. marketing. Yeah. you open the grapefruit up; the flesh is super, super red, and the redder it is, the sweeter it is. And people just people prefer that. Most people prefer that. Some people like those <laughs> Most sour white grapefruits. People prefer yeah. that. <laughs> no, I think oh. the majority of people. <laughs> yeah. Ruby red grapefruit's very popular. The white one's not as much, but I'm I'm not here to judge. Grapefruits started out more on the white sour side and around the, the turn of the century this, the grapefruit was originally found in the west indies and it it's one of the few like citrus citrus fruits that didn't end up coming from like china or southeast asia it was mm. originally the hybrid was kind of traced back to the to the west indies and around the turn of the century they started growing grapefruits in texas um some well, some enterprising go on
1: what area is exactly the west indies the I the, the
2: area that the area that columbus landed in Oh, okay. You know, when he was looking for India and he landed in a bunch of islands in the, in the Atlantic. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Barbados, I think is, uh, specifically, but you know, that's their best guess. So. A few entrepreneurs started growing grapefruits in the the great state of Texas, and um they they had some success. And the grapefruits would be they'd be white, and then sometimes they'd get a little bit pinker. There's a lot of sort of natural variation in the fruits that show up. In the 1920s, somebody found you know some grapefruits hanging on a, on a tree that were like pretty red, like wow this one's this one's kind of red, and kind of figured out like this might be desirable, so let's attempt to grow just red grapefruits, which Hmm. you do by, like, you take that grapefruit and you try to plant it to help the process along using the techniques of the 1920s, you know, as best (laughs) you can to try to get desirable attributes to the fruit. And they were pretty successful. In the 1930s, they patented the ruby red grapefruit in Texas. And over the years, they just kept trying to get it redder and redder and redder. And now there's actually these trademarked varieties called the Rio Star grapefruit and mm. the Ruby Sweet, and these trademarks are owned by a company set up by the state of Texas, so that when you, oh! would, if, you if it's called a Rio Star, then it's a certain type of grapefruit that yeah. was, uh, you know, come up with and made in Texas. Now, they've been getting these things, the, the Rio Star and the Ruby Sweet, pretty red. And the way that they actually got these particular types, as red as they are, is is the same way that they turned the Incredible Hulk green. It Radiation? Was bombarding them with gamma rays. <laughs> no! Yes! Oh man. This all started after World War II. Remember that the, the, the nuclear weapons of World War II were, were developed, you know, like the Manhattan Project. It was, it, they were developed in secrecy, right? Yeah. And the average person didn't really know what was going on with them. Uh, what people knew about nuclear energy post-World War II was that it had created the most horrific weapon of mass destruction that, that humanity had ever unleashed upon itself. It had, did not have a sterling reputation. But in, now that we were in peacetime, the United States basically wanted to like revamp the image of nuclear fission, of like nuclear atom splitting technology, such that it could continue to develop stuff and kind of like put a nice little happy right, face on right. it. So President Eisenhower introduced this program called Atoms for Peace. It basically, <laughs> the idea was let's all get together and try to find some like happy uses for atomic <laughs> energy,
4: not just for killing people. Yeah.
2: Right. And so mm-hmm. one of the various uh, programs was the idea of the atomic garden. They set up, one of the earliest ones was set up in Brookhaven National Labs, which was a nuclear research facility on Long Island. Basically, what they would do, so they would create a big, perfect circle field. Big, high walls to prevent the radiation from getting out. <laughs> um, and then in the dead center of the field, they would build this mechanism, uh, like a pipe, basically, uh, a raised platform. And they would be able to take uh, a chunk of radioactive material, cobalt 60, and they'd be able to raise it up into the garden on a raised platform above all the crops. If people ever had to go into the garden, they could lower the material into a lead-lined chamber beneath the earth. So... They would take all of the plants that they wanted to experiment on, because they already knew, they had known for a while, that if you bombard a plant with radiation, you can cause rapid genetic mutation. Basically, Whoa. you can cause DNA to change, which will change the very nature of the plant and itself. And extra
1: eyeballs and stuff? Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that, that's, extra
2: eyeballs. Extra yeah. eyeballs.
1: Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. More yeah, than the amount that normally yeah. come uh-huh.
3: on the fruit. Sure.
2: Yeah. Um, it was a circular garden, because in, in a certain wedge, they do one crop of Mm. of plants that have wedges with different types of plants and fruits and vegetables and they would plant them at increasing distances from the little bit of radioactive material Mm -hmm. and then watch what happened. So what would typically happen was the plants that were the closest to the, the cobalt 60 would die. (laughs) They would just die. The plants that were a little further away would get like horrible plant cancer. (laughs) Like they'd get like, they'd have like tumors and they'd be super ugly and just like all kinds of weird stuff would happen to them. And the plants that were the furthest away would be unchanged because they wouldn't, there would not be enough radioactivity to really cause a, Hmm. uh, a change. But there was basically – there was a sweet spot somewhere in the (laughs) middle where the plants would – to the naked eye, they would look like the the plants that you see every day. But then inside of them, their DNA would be kind of shifted around – but the thing is, it would, it would vary plant to plant. You well, would, what that you were doing, would be. Yeah. So yeah. each little individual plant, it, they're not all getting affected the same way, they're just going, oh. they're undergoing mutations. Something that would happen in nature over time, but like over millions of years, yeah. but just all happening scattershot in front of your eyes. Wow. It was I basically, know. it I was, <laughs> <know what crazy laughs> so just yeah. mutant plants all over the whole thing. Like what? Well, inside the X-Men greenhouse, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, is so- from from a scientific perspective, this was very, this is a blunt instrument, right? This was a right. throw everything at the wall and see what sticks kind of yep, approach. It was yeah. Totally random, but it actually did lead to major successes. One of the big successes that they talk about is a, a peppermint, a mutation of peppermint that was resistant to verticillium wilt, which was a fungal huh. disease oh, okay. that affects all kinds of different plants. Uh-huh. Um, that even to this day, there's no like cure for it, but they were able to get a wilt resistant, fungus-resistant type of peppermint out of these experiments. And I could only find one source on this I couldn't corroborate this but the source says that most of the peppermint oil that is in use today like in toothpaste or gum comes through, they they grow this specific type of wilt resistant peppermint now yeah so thank you to radiation so in the 1970s they irradiated grapefruit and they picked out the ones that mutated and turned into like super super uh. red grapefruits now it's safe they're not the the, the fruits today have no radiation in them. They ra- they It's irradiated. the genetic
1: results from... Exactly. exactly. Right, right. Yes.
2: <laughs> now, do they still do this? Yes and no. Mostly food scientists have moved on to more sophisticated techniques. The metaphor that kept coming up in my research was their ability to recombine DNA now is more of a scalpel versus the sledgehammer right. approach of the atomic garden. <laughs> right. But there is, there is at least one atomic garden still in operation in Japan. Whoa. Um, yep. That is pretty cool. So you're eating all kinds of radiation mutant plants that cyclops and rogue of <laughs> Of plants.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think you're mixing your superheroes.
2: You said oh, yeah. Hulk first. Yeah, and yeah. Now yeah. we're moving on to X-Men. X-Men.
3: Well, how did X-Men become X-Men? Was it radiation? Did, no, I think the X-Men yeah.
2: became X-Men from random, random, uh, random genetic, random genetic mutation. Yeah. So the X-Men are more natural. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Hulk Hogan is the was the irradiated. Yes, I'm
3: glad we talked about it the now Hulk. because he is the Hulk. Yeah. Not Hogan. Not Hogan. Did I say <laughs> not Hogan? Hogan? Yeah,
2: <laughs> he might have been irradiated too.
3: He's was been If you in look, if right you look at his
2: skin, yeah. he's been yeah. Like a great
3: fruit. There's thirty other the, the Hogan's that
2: did not turn out Hogan. quite
4: so well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Burn.
1: All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about fruits. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And check out our sponsor at lynda.com slash goodjobbrain. And, okay, one last pun. See you later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the pits. Uh,
1: she <laughs> set you up.
2: <laughs> Dana told you Oh, book <laughs> <up. laughs> <Client> singer. <laughs>